Okay, so we're talking. Uh, we're talking last week about the Inyani Kedusha, and again, we just started that Gama of Inyani Kedusha, which then we'll get to either tomorrow. The next day, we'll get to actually Shmuel Diber Machshava. We'll get to uh, the parak that he calls the mikvah. We'll talk about the you know the ways to hara for a person to get you know be able to elevate themselves. And then we'll talk about the parak which is the sign of Achren, which is the sign of Howard Dar. We're talking about last week about that the concept of kedusha is not just prishim and arayas, but the real concept of kedusha is to create a relationship with the rabbanu shalom. And the only way I can do that is by first getting rid of those things that are getting in the way. I first have to make sure that there's no ahavas nafulas, that there's no ahava that I have for other things which are not allowing me to have the proper relationship. And then the second step of kedushim tiu, the second te- second step of shetei prishim and arayas is then to go create the relationship with the rabbanu shalom. And that's really the ultimate purpose of kedusha is. Kedushim, Elashin Kedushin, to create that yichud between us and the Rabbanish. And that's what we spoke about just as a as Agdama last week to explain what the concept of Kedusha is. Now we just adds one more thing, which is that we find in the Pasuk of Kedushim Tiu, we find that it's Kadesh Atzmacha B'Mutalach. That's why Chazal Taich of the Pasuk, Kadesh Atzmacha B'Mutalach, which means not only should they push him in Arayas, not only should I separate myself from those things that are Aser, but even in those things that are Mutter, I should have an extra level of Kedusha. I'll have to figure out exactly, you know, what that Indian is. He says, Pasuk. The Kedoshim to you, Bola Zerenu, Kadashans, Machabamutalach, like the Ramban very famously writes. That's what Kedoshim to you means. Go ahead and sanctify yourself, even in those things that are permitted, those things that are 100% mutter. Make sure they have an extra level of Shmir in those areas. Behindu, Shecheluk Me'inina Kedusha, part of Kedusha, who livers Gamadram Shemem Isser. Part of Kedusha is not only to separate myself from those things that are forbidden, those things that are Usser, those things that are Mamish, that are Usser, that are Usser, that are Usser, that are even though, even though, even those things that are not Usser, Anything that's not coming as part of my chelak of avodas Hashem is barach. I have to separate myself from. At the Tanya, at the beginning of beginning Prakam and Tanya, Vav Zayin talks about the concept of what kedusha is and what isra is. The Maltanya says that there's a very very black and white world that we live in. Everything's either getting you closer to Rabban Hashem, and if it's not actively part of your avodas Hashem, then it's all the way on the other side. There's no there's no great area. There's nothing in between. Right? Even the words, he says, the words that the Sfarim Kedushim use when they talk about things that are tame, the words is used as sitra achra. Sitra achra, he says, doesn't mean evil. Sitra achra just means the other side. Anything that's not automatically getting closer, getting you closer to the Rabbana Shalalam is automatically pulling you far, further away. It's automatically sitra achra is automatically on the other side. It's very, very black and white, but at the same time, a lot of those areas that we think of as not being a part of Avodah Hashem, the Baltan explains to us, could be part of Avodah Hashem. A person can eat, a person can drink, a person can go to the park with his family. All of those things could be part of Avodah Hashem as long as they're done with the proper kavana. Right? The Piyatsetzna, whose yard set was last week, talks about the beginning of Chavis HaTalmidim, which is written for high school Bacham, you know, the Bacham that he was, you know, the Rosh Hashiva of. So he writes at the beginning of, you know, he's trying to give them real Shifas, and he says, but you're going to say that I'm not interested in real Shifas. I just want to play. I want to have a good time. I'm a teenager. I want to enjoy myself. He said, I'm not, I'm not saying that you shouldn't enjoy yourself. He said, the point of the Sefer is not to tell you not to enjoy yourself, but on the contrary, enjoy yourself, but enjoy yourself in a way that it's Avoid Hashem. And that's what he's saying, that the Avoidah of Kedusha doesn't just mean separate from anything that's Isser, anything that's forbidden but also those great areas to make sure that I'm utilizing them in a way that they're getting me closer to Hashem. If they're not part of my Avaydis Hashem is Barach, if they're not part of bringing me closer to Rabban Shalalam, I need to separate myself, separate myself from those also. And therefore a person has to think, and those things that I'm up to, those things that I'm allowed to do, are they getting me closer to Hashem? Am I utilizing them as a tool to be able to bring myself to a greater level of Yichir with Hashem? Or on the contrary, are they doing the opposite? So why? So again, it's not Aser. 
So again, if I live in a world of black and white, if I live in a world of I'm trying to check all the boxes, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with eating you know, a certain amount. There's nothing wrong with enjoying myself a certain amount. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not us, sir. So why, why do I have to make sure that I don't do those things? It's something which is mutter. What evil is there? I'm doing things that are, nobody can ever point a finger at me and tell me I'm doing anything wrong. Not the Rabbanim, not the Rabbanim Shalom. Everything I'm doing is technically mutter, falls under the category of being mutter. So, so what do I have to stop? So what issue is there in the things that I'm doing if they're 100% matur? The oimak of the Indian is shapnimius v'nishma sayahados. Einarak lishma mitzvahs bechitzonius. What it means to be a yid doesn't just mean that I put on tefillin this morning and I daven three times a day and I learn and I daven and I do everything the Rebbeinu told me to do and I'm following all those things bechitzonius. Ella beikur lias dvukim. What it means to be a yid is not that I check all the boxes. What it means to be a yid is not that I do everything that I need to do on the list of all those avaydas that I need to do. What it means to be a yid, bepnimius, means that throughout my day, at every moment of my day, regardless of what I'm involved in, I feel like I'm living with the Rabbanu Shalom. That I feel enoid malvade at every single second of the day. That I feel less asar panimine, that there's no space that's void of the Rabbanu Shalom. I feel that at every waking moment of my day. That's what it means to be a yid. So mamela, yeah, I can daven shachris, and then I can say, okay, now I'm going out to work. And I'll make sure that I won't cheat anybody in business. I won't do anything wrong in business. But you're still not living as a yid, unless the person is living with the Rabbanu Shalom at every moment. What it means to be a yid is to live with the Rabbanu Shalom at every single moment throughout the day. And Mimela, it's not enough just to be not to do anything usher. What, if I really want to be able to create a relationship, my whole day has to be surrounded by the Rabbanu Shalom. Everything I do is connecting me to the Rabbanu Shalom. So a person's you know, married, married to a wife, right? the example that he's given before is Ishva Isha. So again, so I follow. I make sure that I, on the birthday, I make sure I get her a card, on the anniversary I get her a card. So I follow all the things my, my Hassan Rebbe told me to do, but that, that's not enough. You're not going to create a real relationship just by following and making sure I don't do anything wrong and I never scream at her and I make sure that I do everything and I'm supposed to. It's not enough to just take out the garbage. To really create a real yichud needs to be that a person's thinking about that other person constantly. They're constantly on your mind throughout the day. That's what it means to have a relationship with Hashem. It's not just, I'm not doing things that are wrong. You can't point the finger at me. Everything I'm doing follows all the halachas that I need to do, but it's more than that. To create a relationship means that I live with the mitzias of the Rabbana Shalom at every second throughout my day, that I'm living in a world of panemius. There was a discussion last night, we had in the community where I lived, they had a discussion, all the Rabbanim got together, you know, they had like a, had a fundraiser, they had one of these like question and answers with the Rabbanim. So they had, you know, they asked all four Rabbanim, you know, what do you think the biggest challenge facing Kalei Yisrael is today? Every Rav has to, you know, give his own answer of what he thinks the biggest challenge is. Obviously, nobody can you know, answer for all of Klai, so. But, but again, so what some Rabbanim said, the internet, some Rabbanim said, you know, Arayah, some Rabbanim said, people are indulging too much in Ilam Haza. So what I said, which is, I think, Kailo, both those things, and that's Mamash, what we're seeing over here in Beyond Kecha, you know, the first two Rabbanim, one said, one said Arayas, said internet, he said, that's, everybody has to agree that the internet's the biggest problem. Then the next Rav said, being involved in Gashmis is the biggest problem. And then I was the third one that said, so I said, the Nakuda that sums up both of what the past two Rabbanim said is this Nakuda that Rabbi is talking about. Is are you living a chitzenistic lifestyle or a panemistic lifestyle? If you're living in the world of panemius, so then your avaydas Hashem is panemius. You're every moment of your day, you're living with the Rabban Hashem. So it's not just, okay, people are putting on film, people are Shem Shabbos. You can live a chitzenistic Yiddishkeit also. And the Yiddishkeit is just that I checked the boxes, I did what I did to do, and then my Yiddishkeit's not real. And when I'm involved in, when I'm involved in Gashmis, also, it's chitzonius. Why? Because I'm trying to impress the people around me. I'm trying. To, I'm impressed by the things that they do. It's all chitzonius. When I'm involved in a riot, it's the same thing. Shmir Sanaim, we'll see in the next parak. A lack of Shmir Sanaim comes because chitzonius. Because I'm not living internally focused. I'm living externally focused. The whole avoid of what it means to be a yid in this world is to live with the mitzvahs of Hashem Yisbarach. Person lives that way when he davens. It's that way. 
when he goes to work, it's that way. When he eats breakfast, it's that way. Every waking moment of a person's day. Sigh in that which is mutter. Sigh in that which is be'etzim, a mitzvah. And sigh in staying away from those things that are iser. All of it comes from living with the mitzvahs of Hashem Yisbarach. And he brings a mashal over here on the bottom. He says a person can live. He says a person can live and know that the Rabbanu Shalom is there, but not live with that mitzvah. He says that you, you can imagine a gadol adar ends up in Shomer Shabbos. Or he ends up in Satmar. He ends up in some minion factory. And nobody knows the gadol adar. He's sitting in there at the back of the room. Nobody knows the gadol adar. But there's exactly a minion mitzvah. So there's 10 people. So everybody knows that he's part of the minion because everybody sees that he's one of the 10 people. But nobody really knows who he is. So do they know that he's there as part of the minion? Yeah, 100%. He's one of the 10 people in the minion. They know that he's necessary in order for them to be able to say Kaddish. But nobody really knows who he is. He says the same thing with the Rabbanisham. A person is able to live with the knowledge that Rabbanisham's here. I know that he's here because otherwise I wouldn't exist. But you're not really living with the real knowledge of who Hashem is. If you don't really understand the godless of Hashem, if you don't spend time being misbeinim and how great the Rabbanisham is, if you don't think about all the matanis that you have in your life that you're given by the Rabbanisham, so yeah, you know about him, but you don't really, really know about him. Right? They say the Kedusha Slavian, the Kedusha Slavian went to the, went to the Mazit Shemagin. Kedusha Slavian grew up in a Litvish home, like most of the early, earlier Chassidim and earlier Rebbes, they grew up in a Litvish home. And he went to the, he went to learn by the, by the Hale of the Magid, Mazit Shemagin. So when he came back, his father asked him, he said, Nu, what do you learn in, uh, what do you learn by the Magid? Like he was a going out there before he went there, he was going to Nigla and Nistar, Bucky and everything. And he goes to the Magid. He said, like, what do you, what, what new, you know, Chidushim did he learn by the Bashemtiv and the Magid? Like, what, what new Chidushim did he have? So he told us, he told his father, he said, I learned that there's a Rabbanisham in the world. His father starts laughing. He said, that, that's, what, that's where you went. You know, all of Nigla, all of Nistan, you went there to find out there's a Rabbanisham in the world. So he said, even, even the regular, the simple lady who cleans the house, she was a yid, but she, you know, she grew up in a simple home. She was Yisema. Even she knows that there's a Rabbanisham in the world. He called her over. He said, says, Nuyenti. He says, who, who runs the world? So he said, the Rabbanisham runs the world. He says, you see, even she says the Rabbanisham runs the world. He says, yeah. The difference is she says it. I know it. Which means you can say the Rabbanu runs the world, but if you're not living with that knowledge at every waking moment of your day, not only when I'm doing the mitzvahs, okay, now I have to put on tefillin because that's what Hashem said. If when I take off my tefillin and I go about my regular day, I'm not living with the Rabbanu Shalom. So of course, if anybody stops any year in the street, any from year that says, who's running the world? Of course, everybody will say Hashem. But you could say it, but you don't know it. Knowing means that you're living with it at every moment. And that's why Kaddish Atzmach means even in those areas that it's mutter. That the Rabbanisham can't say, I'm doing anything wrong. There's nothing, but are you living with the Rabbanisham at every moment? That's what Kaddusha means. That's what a real relationship means. That's what a marriage means. That's what a relationship with Hashem means. That's what a marriage to Hashem means. That at every waking moment of my day, not just when, okay, now I have to, you know, come into Dalarama Shalalacha and I have to put on tefillin and I have to daven. And now I patter myself and from Yiddish Kaddish, I could go every waking moment of the day, Yid lives with the Rabbanisham. That's the Ikra Avadim. part of Kedusha is Kaddish Atzmach Even in those areas that are mutter, I have to make sure that I'm bringing the Rabbanisham into those areas. And Mitzvah will continue tomorrow a little bit more with this in